Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Young Savage, why you trapping so hard? Okay, okay. That's all I got. Um, oh. But I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so excited. Oh, That's okay. Why these niggas capping so hard? <gasps> why you got a 12 car garage? <laughs> the knife is forming on my head. Why you pulling out all these niggas, these niggas pussy and I'm hard. Listen. I grew up in the streets without no heart. <laughs> I can't do this because yeah, my, my I, I like my eyes are so closed and I um, just listen to Savage Mode too, y'all. I'm um, fucking it's, out, it's a good time. I really enjoy Twenty One Savage and his murderous music. Um, I like murder music. Murder music. music. Yeah, I know. I like murder music. In fucking general. nigga up in the club music and that really? one section when the clubs was open, like that whole like thirty minute span of people getting their ass beat to these jams. Um, that set is the, the club best part. Nigga, set a club up. When I say weak ass, you say bitch. Weak ass bitch. Weak ass bitch. Y'all can't see me, but I've literally just shut my eyes. And when you all you see is elbows fucking moving. Like, I am bowing <laughs> the fuck out the air, bro. Like, <laughs> whew, my chest. Wrong. Okay. Oh, Crunk ain't dead. Okay. No, it's not. Okay. What's up, y'all? What's poppin'? How y'all doing? <laughs> yes. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your co-host, Jazz, the 40-ounce connoisseur, and... It's Cat Daddy, y'all. This episode of GTS Review. Yeah. That was weird. Okay. You know. Whatever. <laughs> and this time we're reviewing um, a new movie. Mm-hmm. It's new to you guys pulling up on Shutter. Um, what's the date on that? October the fifteenth. No, I'm so singing. I can't believe you're holding a note this long because I'm like, girl, I would have been, my, I would have ran out of voice. I believe the Mortuary Collection is coming out on October fifteenth. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, check that out when it comes out. Now, okay, so a few things. <laughs> The critics said the music, I mean, the movie was popping, okay? Rotten Tomatoes, there is a 97% on there. I don't know how. I don't know if we watch the same movie. But I saw a pers- Okay, IMDb. We didn't say spoiler alert. We already just, we jumped right into what listen, we were Listen, okay, well, listen. This is a review. 
watch the movie because it's mixed. Like, yeah. a lot of people are saying different things. It's not a poorly made movie. I will say that. It's not poorly made. It's not one of those, ooh, I wasted my fucking time kind of things. I would say it's worth a watch. Now, whether it's really good, really bad, or meh, it's going to depend on the person who watches it. It's not one of those outright, this is amazing, or this is scary, or this is just good. No, I have problems with a lot of the stories. Um, it's an anthology. And, you know, I have lots of thoughts, but not, you know, not extensive thoughts, but just, it's not a 97%. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand. Okay. <laughs> I don't, that to me, uh... But, you know, I've also made a stone. I feel like they try to put some funnies in there. They did. I I didn't like their funnies. They tried. But we talked about my laugh box possibly being broken. You know that. I mean. But (laughs) I I was like, okay, I'm not amused. But, okay, well, our story basically starts off where we're kind of introduced to this house it's like a house but it's like a funeral home house situation it's yeah, old it's very uh gothic it's a very gothic home um thank you it's a mortuary um and it's actually called the ravens and mortuary um and you notice on the sign that it's like okay girl we hiring we're looking for some help help wanted so this girl our person our main character is you the first person we're introduced to walks up in this mortuary it's in everybody's business. Also, at the same time, there's like this guy who's bald headed. Before we get to that part, what? he gets well, he bald headed, he, and he gets called what the fuck? Some some shaky creepo. ass old man. What up? Because he the, some creepo. kid left their fucking <laughs> that guy was wild and left their fucking camera on his porch, and he was trying to give it back. But also, I could tell his face might come off a little scary. Now the makeup, the makeup was giving me Halloween horror nights, y'all. Like that's all I'm gonna say. So, anyways, um. <clears throat> Miss Universal Studios. I'm like, was it supposed to be campy like this? Or I'm not? not sure. But either or, it gave me Halloween Horror Nights. And so, I don't think that's good for do with that, do with that as you, as you must. Uh, and, but I wasn't turned off by it, right? Like, I'm still, like, tuned in. Still very much here. Um, yeah. So, he, the little boy said, fuck you. I'm not trying to get my camera. He dips. Peace up. A-Town down. The guy, um, what's his name? Montgomery Dark. He, you find, that is his... I feel tight. I remember the thing. Um, He's like, oh, well, whatever. So chucks the camera into a bucket of stuff, presumably comes from a bunch of other people who just said fuck it and left their shit. Um, Girl, yeah, because this house is gone. So I wouldn't even near it. So back to what I was saying before, we're introduced to the character. The character comes in trying to look for the job job. And then she's like, oh, well, they're having a conversation. Um, I'm assuming her name is Sam. Yeah. Sam. Sam, okay, Sam, y'all can't see me, but yes, okay, so she comes in, and she has the conversation with Montgomery, and they're chopping it up, and she's not really amused with any of his shenanigans, however, she is looking for this job, girl, she's trying to get employed, Um, but the conversation takes a turn, and he starts telling her, like, different kinds of stories and tales about the different people who are in the actual actual mortuary at a time. So, we're going to, like, one corpse, the next corpse. And he's giving, you know, giving you the tea on their lives. Um, and the first story we get, before we even get to this part, um, Jazz and I just looked up on the internet machine that each of these stories is about four stories. Yeah. Each of these stories take place in a different period. Now, I'm here to let you know that, yes, I could. I thought that. I was like, okay, these all take place in the past. Cool. 
Um, but we learned that the first story takes place in the 50s. The second story takes place in the 60s. Third story takes place in the 70s. And then the fourth story is the 80s. Now, the only one that made an obvious kind of mm, that I knew it took place in the 80s was the fourth one. But they could have also been watching a throwback movie on the TV too. So I don't really know. Mm, yeah. um, but before we get to that part the first story we're introduced to this young lady she's a scammer and she's out here getting her fucking lives she's picking pockets she's robbing these niggas she's getting to the coin not upset with her she <laughs> goes into the bathroom she's checking out her makeup and then you know shit gets shaky yeah she she gets a little greedy i feel like um mm-hmm. and this is actually i think this might be my favorite story i like this okay. story a lot i really like this story and it was short. You know I love a short story, bitch. Mm-hmm. So you can't go wrong. She looks in the mirror like, hmm, I wonder what's in there. So she got to open the fucking medicine cabinet. It's locked. And, uh, you know, the old school medicine cabinets had locks and keys on mm-hmm. the hose. So she's yeah, like, bitch. Need them too. She pulled out a bobby pin like it's fallout. And she used her perception skill. And she <laughs> twists it around and opens the jank. Mm-hmm. But once she opens it, it's still hard to open. So she, like, opens it. And she gets it open. And she's, like, pleased with herself. But then a tentacle comes out and shuts the door. She doesn't see what shuts the door, but she hears that door shut and turns around. And it's like, wait, wait a fucking minute. Now, bitch, mm-hmm. bitch. She goes and opens it and realizes that I shouldn't have opened this motherfucker. You should have been minding your goddamn business. Because there's some shit in there. And then, you know, the shit takes her. I'm not gonna tell you how because I wrote nice. in my note tentacles in all yeah. caps, and it's nice. I like I like that way um, that she went out. It was fun to watch, and then the Sam had so much to say about this story with her hating motherfucking ass because I was like, girl, this story was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might be biased, but you know that's fun. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, her outfit was popping. I enjoyed the story as well. Yeah, it was fun. I was like, straight to the point. Death was quick. Boom. Great. Um, so, Sam is like, mm, I thought you were just going to be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not giving what you thought it was giving. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a little a little more from you. I need you to try a little harder. And he's like, bitch. <laughs> like, he's like, hmm, I'm going to show you. You know, he pretty much got a bitch. I'm going to show you. Let me let me tell you another motherfucking story, bitch. Now, really quickly, uh, Mr. Dark, the, uh, the guy who's running the mortuary, He's played by Clancy Brown. And so we were watching this movie. I was like, he looked familiar. That's that guy. So if you're thinking that's that guy, yes. This is guaranteed to tell you that this is that guy. So now that I've given you his name, so you won't be like me trying to figure out where the fuck you've seen him before. And now you can just go straight to the Googles and answer that for you. Wow. Well, that's the second story. Yes. I call this the shaky shit balls. Yes. Now this story was who heavy handed. Mm-hmm. They, I feel, and they also put some cayenne on this one. I was like, y'all took it there. They did. First of all, I am really overseeing exploding penises and shit in these movies. Look, listen, guys. It's not. It's not giving. It's not shocking. It's not. I think they do it to be like a shock factor. Like, woo, exploding okay. dicks, and I'm like. All right, man. Now, this one, it doesn't... It's not as long. I like this one. Or to a certain extent. It was very problematic, and I'm pretty sure that was on purpose to to make a point. The whole thing was to make mm. a point. So, I actually like the overall story. Um, just to give a warning really quickly, there is a sexual assault. Um, so, I just want to throw that out there for people who mm. may, you know... Yeah. 
triggering. Um, so we're introduced to this douchebag. Yeah. His name is Jake. And Jake is out here like he doesn't seem like a douchebag, but you already know watching this, this guy, I felt like something gonna be off with him. Yeah, he's definitely he's a douchebag, bro. Like he's in here. Oh, he's praying on the freshman. He's telling him about sexual liberation and condoms. Passing out condoms. Yeah, no, you try to get fucked and I I can see right through your bitch ass. And him and his frat buddies are also trying to get fucked. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna pass out the condoms and the girls are gonna come to the party. Connor had all them words. Yes. His name is really Connor, y'all. Just want to let you know. Oh, the little squirrely guy? Yeah. He just... Uh, mm. He's so clumsy, that character. And I feel like... Are people really this awkward? I'm like, maybe they are. I but don't know. I, I, I also... Well, pa- I it was painful for me. It, maybe the year they're trying to portray... I also <laughs> didn't go to a PWI, so I really don't know. Because they're, like they're in a frat. Mm. And they're doing weird frat stuff. Mm. Yep. You're right, and, and you know, 60s, like it's, it's white, and you know, they have an Asian guy in there. And I'm like, that's highly unlikely. I don't really know about that. What state was this? I'm gonna keep my fucking mouth shut, and I'm gonna just keep my comments for where this goddamn thing. Are you sure? You, you know, they the movie was. You trying know, to, was, mm, they definitely wouldn't. You right? The movie was trying to be diverse. The real life was like, not because I'm like movie. If we're fine, they definitely would have been hating on him. Unless he had like some legacy or something, but that would still be but hard still, for the 60s. It's not like that much time. Maybe he's passing, but I see that. Maybe the movie. Mo- I know the movie is trying to be diverse. That's the sentence. All right, the movie is trying to be diverse. Maybe we have to suspend. We barely see him. All he do is do say some words and drink fucking vodka. At, well, not vodka, but drink drinks and be like, yeah, fuckery. Suspend our disbelief, y'all. So, anyways, this young man, Jake. He's encountering all these women and all these women are like, oh my God. And his friends is geeked up because they're all, you know, it's like you find out it's like a ritual type situation um, in their frat that is celebrated because um, you find out he has a one night stand with this girl and um, she pulls it. She's like, well, how do you know I'm not a murderer? And I was like, this nigga about to be sweet for it. Soon as I was like, you know what? Mm, also going to keep that comment in my chest. That's what he is. Period. So... She, he's like, haha, or whatever. Moving on from there, she pulls the condom out because at this point they're about to engage in coitus, and she pulls the condom out, and he's like, mm, stank face. What you got that for? And she's like, <laughs> me to, to Jazz, like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, condoms. What? And she's like, well, you know, basically, like, quoting back all his like promises and all the shit he was preaching earlier. Mm. And he's like, mm, okay, still looking stank. So she's riding, and he's just looking super fucking stank. Um, tells her, turn around. So I had said out loud, I bet you, I hope they don't do what I think they about to do. And they did it. So he removes the condom. Mm. Goes in raw without her consent. Me. That's right. That is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they fuck all night. Jazz is also pointed out while we're watching this. Um, at some point, we now because we we've seen it a couple times. We now believe that um, she might have been aware to a certain extent because you find yeah. out it's a part of her bigger yeah. situation. So she's like, "Fuck it, today is fuck all night, girl." Yeah, because Sandra don't give a fuck. Because I'm like, "No, she got she she started riding again. You seen that thing? You seen it? You seen it? You yeah. seen it? Now, 
That does not excuse his behavior. Hell no. But also, I don't think uh, Sandra is human. I'm not sure about that. I don't think so either. Uh, so I think she's a humanoid. Yeah, she's like a humanoid, but... She's something more than that. Yeah, she's something else. Or maybe like a shapeshifter. Maybe. Oh, we're, yes. getting, we're getting deep. Um, so anyways, um, we're into that next part. Sandra and her family are not all what they cracked up to be. Our friend Jake immediately wakes up the morning after she is gone. She wrote her number on the mirror. He crossed, he crossed it off, dickhead. Um, also, you know, well within his right hand to call her, but he's also a dickhead because mm-hmm. he's out of control. Um, immediately, he has to throw up. Also, he's not good. Then he looked down and he has like, um, you know, kind of different kinds of bumps and stuff in his groin slash stomach area. So he thinks he has caught like a super bug in his body. Yeah. Um, and he goes to the doctor very quickly and he's just like, I'm not good. I think I have this. And he points to this particular, you know, STD and the doctor's like, mm, okay, let me check your body out. Doctor put on the stethoscope, goes to listen he hears multiple heartbeats. The doctor's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because at first he looked at the chart and was like, something got to be wrong here. No, 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 no. And then he's like, mm, wow, I'm going to go check on something. He's like, what do you got to go check on? No one's giving him answers. Then he is visibly pregnant. He's still sick. Girl, he was big pregnant. And then, of course, that was his 67th body. So now that they want to have a group chat situation and make him hang his name up in the fucking raptors and they get what they deserve for doing even celebrating that it's gross but you know they let him go after he finishes and he rides over to her house because he calls her but he has trouble because he wiped the number off he's trying to figure out what the fuck the last digit or so is and had to call like four different numbers and she gives him the address thinking oh they about to come hang out and he show up pregnant being pregnant and then when he gets there mom is like Sandra get out here right now like you know like a t- like you would a teenage boy that would bring home a pregnant girl almost yeah it reminded me she of that. didn't give a fuck about nothing it was cool to see the the roles were mm-hmm. switched we usually see um the shithead male character mm-hmm. to just continuously be cis shithead cis male mm-hmm. character um and the girl is always like the victim yeah flat out the victim whereas this we quickly learn that he is caught in a pregnant for real and he's pregnant and he's about to give birth out of his penis wow i could have did without seeing his penis uh mm. but uh the pregnancy scene was jaw fire because i asked the question and then he asked the question in the movie how so how that how that shit finna come out i thought it was about to come out his booty hole wow i truly thought the baby i don't even know what would have been worse uh, maybe you could ship the baby out because it would have had more space versus um, Ooh, yeah. you would have had an anal prolapse. That, oh. that butthole fell out. Somebody is dead. wasn't just like, like Jesus, what? how did we get here? <laughs> Watch the movie and find out. <laughs> so then that story ends. Yeah. Now keep in mind, it's an anthology, y'all. So there are characters that are weaving in and out of all the stories. Um, we're on the third story, which I call Vegetable Wife. Yes. Um, because we're introduced to this guy. He, when we first meet him, um, he's walking, he's got his glasses on, he's living his life, he's got his groceries. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get up in this elevator. He's stopped by his elderly neighbor. She's chopping it up with him. He's like, girl, I got to go. Um, he finally gets up to his apartment, and we find out that his wife is kind of in a vegetative state. Not mm-hmm. kind of, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we learn quickly that he's kind of just like, at his wits end with the whole situation um 
you know, they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't know how much longer I can do this after checking in with the doctor. After the doctor reveals how much longer. It might be months, years. 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 And he's like, I don't know if I got all that. Um, so he decides that he is going to attempt assisted suicide with the doctor. Because the doctor also recommends the assisted suicide. Low-key, high-key, very low-key, but mm-hmm. high-key. Um, yeah. So he uh, proceeds to do the assisted suicide via like the dinner with the wife, and it's a, honestly a sad scene because I I could like immediately I could tell where this is going. Um, this is one thing I did like about the stories. The stories seemed realistic, um, especially this one, and I was like, "Damn, that's crazy!" But the fact that he he feeds her, I've already said spoiler alert, y'all. So if you want to hear this, you know, just blah, 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 fast forward like five minutes. Um, go. She he feeds her the dinner plate like a little soup, and because he's already put the drugs in the soup, so he spiked her shit. And after she eats it, like he puts it in her mouth, she comes alive. Mm-hmm. And well, she wakes. She comes out of her vegetative state. Now, for two seconds, I was like, did she really come out of her vegetative state, or was it in his mind? Because his mind is shaky. That shit is gone. I definitely think, regardless of what has happened throughout this entire dinner scene, and afterwards, he chops her up and puts her in a basket, in a little, uh, like, in-trunk situation, y'all. And now we're on a journey with him trying to get the body out of the building. And that is how that story kind of ends. And it was on the 12th floor, so keep that in mind. So that one, I was, I, I did enjoy that story. None of these stories had me like, oh, but some had me like, oh, shit, for two I seconds. I was like, man. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a fair emotion. Yeah, I just, I wasn't, you know, also with the romance and stuff, you know, I hate fucking love stories. I felt so and bad. It wasn't a love story. I know he felt bad, but I was also like, you know, I mean, I, I understand, but, you know. Nah. Okay, that's awesome. I didn't need to, I didn't care to watch you go make these kinds of choices. Mm. Yeah, no. Well, we're on our last story, mm. um, which you find out. Well, we're not gonna find out shit because we're on the last story. Um, there's this girl. She's babysitting this guy, this kid, and um, it cuts in. It. It's called the Babysitter Murders, but mm. it's like it looks like a title card, but then it pulls out, and you realize you're in a movie. Um, and then you get the bigger kind of premises. She's mm-hmm. babysitting this kid and the parents are out of town and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, the power goes out of some crazy ass shit and somebody pops up in the house. Yeah. And you find out in the background via the news and the voicemail and all this other stuff that people have escaped from the local insane asylum. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like real murderous and there's a child murderer and definitely wanted for cannibalism. When I heard that, I said, oh, Lord. So. They uh, pull up, and it was like, oh, if you, you need to stay inside, lock your doors, make sure you Gucci. She's not near the TV, the character we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not near the TV. Oh, before we get to this part, backing on up like a U-Haul truck, Montgomery Dark and Sam are talking, and they're going down to the last corpse. This is after like this whole funeral and everything. And they go down to this last corpse, and it's like a child in... What's we call and we find out something is off about Sam. Mm-hmm. Something is real weird for her, and she's like, "I let me tell you what happened about this story." So she's now the narrator mm-hmm. in the story, um, and also in the story in the same damn time. So 
She gets back. She discovers a man in the kitchen. She proceeds to beat the dog shit out of him. As the parents are like frantically, there's like a message. This is mm-hmm. just all over the place. Like, the killer is, you know, the, not answer the phone. Like, they're just going off. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, if they're not answering the phone, obviously they don't have access to the phone or something is wrong. So you yelling on the answer machine does not solve anything. It actually just adds to, well, I know it's like, it adds to the situation. Yes, it adds yeah. to the situation, but it's not, it's not adding to the situation. It's just chaos. Yeah. Maybe that's on purpose. I don't know. Um... So, yeah, the parents get home. You find out that the dad is actually the doctor that's in yeah. all the other stories. Um, the kid is nowhere to be found. The doctor comes into the room and he finds, like, the man, like, it's dead. So, it's like TV's on top of his face. Mm-hmm. He lifts the TV up. He's like, oh, my God, it's the babysitter. I was like, what? Like, literally, I looked at the TV. I said, hold the fuck up. Then they went into the kitchen to find the figure out because it was smoky in there. Uh-huh. Girl, and the TV somebody had played in the background the whole time. The murderer's name is Charlotte. This is what I realized when we just started talking about yeah. this conversation. Her name is Sam and Charlotte at the same fucking time. And not because I named her Sam and Charlotte. She's yeah. introduced to us as Sam and she the, 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 they pulled the sheet back and the bitch's name is Charlotte. And so... She is actually the cannibalistic child murderer that escaped and yeah. is on the run to murder everybody. She, oh my lord, the way she just. Mm, mm. Anyways, they found. I, you know what? I also liked they were not afraid to kill a kid in this mm, story. You know, I liked that. Now they did it off camera, which is fine. I don't need to see that. That's way too much. Yeah. But I do like that they they went there, like yeah, in, twice. The, in the worst way, back to back. Yeah. In the worst way. So, um, yeah. So, when we get back in to the mortuary, the mortuary this Montgomery Park is look dark is looking at her like, what the fuck? So, she turns to him and is like, in these stories, the villain always win. Ah, stabbed his ass. And he's like, oh, God, I got stabbed. And he's like, don't tell nobody. He's like, I'm not going to tell nobody. I ain't going to tell the story, baby girl. He, girl, there's a reason he can't tell nobody. He, what he going to do? Who are you going to tell? Who was talking to him? Nobody. Nobody worked here but him. Stabbed. Yes. But she stabs him and and starts to run away and he starts laughing. So you already know you the fucked up. Because if you start stabbing people and they're like, ha, 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 they're not good. And you're now because they're not good. You are also not you good. You are not good. You need to get the fuck. Um, and she tries, but every time she run out the door, where she back? At the mortuary. Bitch, you can't leave now. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Because she got the job. He was like, the job is yours now. So he, you know, she, the babies come. And because she thinks that she's a villain. She, I mean, she won, but she didn't win. And the yeah. baby is also the one she killed. And they called her the tooth fairy. And she was taking their teeth. They came and started chomping down on her motherfucking ass. Like little zombies. Now, you didn't like this part because of the CGI. Yeah, I hated the way the babies looked. I, it upset me. I was like, what the fuck, bruh? And I'm like, maybe I'm taking it a little too serious. And I'm not trying to take it serious, but I'm like, they still could have looked better. Like, they, I didn't, I, they looked very silly to me. Very silly. They were almost reminding me. Remember when I told you about that? I saw that movie, like this doll movie, and them dolls was walking around in a hospital. They, I mean, I was yes. with that factory, and they had them stupid ass voices and shit. I was like, this is this is it. Yeah, this is it. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't like that shit. Mm. Mm. 
But oh. I like the tire on. Like, I like that she was a murderer. I liked that part. That twist was okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we reached down the end of the movie because, of course, um, well, the movie ends with Sam, Charlotte, becoming the new lunar yeah. at the uh, mortuary. And our dog is kaput. Yeah. Everybody gone. Um, and then they bring back and tie it back to the beginning, that kid that we were introduced to um, introduce you at the beginning of the movie, we are also reintroduced to this character again. He's mm-hmm. back, he's reoccurring. Uh, and I don't think he's making it out this time because he's caught in the room with a cannibalistic child murderer. Yeah. So, who is he's cute. tied to this building? He's so. super cute, too. I'm like, oh, they're about to cute kill this really cute kid. Cute pie kid. It's over, oh, kid. Oh, man. Well, it was off camera, but um, so. Let's go into how everybody else felt about the movie and then how you felt about the movie. <clears throat> like I said, um, no, High Tomato Meter scores, uh, Letterbox 3.5, IMDb 6.8. Um, that's all over this place, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, the 97, I just do not understand. I, I That is high. Okay, 6.8 understandable okay. even 3.5 is um, understandable mm-hmm. it's like a 7 out of 10 ish sort of it's not the end uh, you know I would give it a 7 because I personally was more of a 6.5 ish 6.7 is actually uh, IMDB scale is actually where you felt yeah but because I just feel like the stories had good they had good ideas and then it was like a thing or two that just took me out of the, the story except for the first one I okay. like that one it was I would give this a seven. Okay. Just a, a flat seven. Um, if I if it could be more descriptive, if it me, if I could be a little bit more descriptive, it's kind of like when you step on the scale and that thing be shaking at the hospital and it just be going up and down, up and down, up and down. That's what seven looks like to me. So I was like six point five, seven, seven, seven. Um, yeah, I actually I like the stories. I at one point realized I can't take it. I don't think you took it too seriously, but I was like, all right. I've seen movies that are way worse than this. I think also because yeah. I kind of knew what kind of movie it was going into it. This movie, I mean, I, I didn't know. Um, and that's okay. Um, I think it... it I would have liked to see more. But, I mean, you know, it did what it had to do for whoever it had to do it for. Um, there's an audience for it. Cause I'm hey, like, yeah. yeah there's now, audience. in terms of all the other anthologies that I've seen... This is not high up on my list. Um, Tell from the hood beats this by far. Yeah, like it, if I had top, mm, it would be in the top. No, mm, no, it would not be high up on the list. I don't hate it. Um, I am not raving about it. It's just seven. Like it's a decent little movie. You it's know, fine. it can just play in the background. Right. Actually, this is a cool movie if you want to watch like jazz. Like if a family, like you know, okay, yeah, maybe family or definitely for your friends family. who aren't really into horror that are trying to like ease their little toe in the water they can try with this because there are some elements in there that i think that people would find scary also just to let y'all know what scares me right is a little bit more aggressive than what might scare other people i know there are other people that feel the same way as us in that last sentence yeah so this is a movie where you're like oh my partners and them want to watch stream something on the internet real quick and you know they don't really watch horror they like you know comedies and shit or whatever whatever but they want to get a little spooky this is a good introduction because it's got you know some of those things in there it's yeah. not like oh my god i'm about to be scared the um the stories weren't super horrible like it no. was just it was just cool but yeah i just was like man 
You know, at this point, I've seen it twice, so I don't need to see it anymore. For no, yeah, I'm good for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how we felt, felt about the movie. Um, we can't wait for you guys to check it out and then let us know how you feel about the Mortuary Collection. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's going to be streaming on Shutter on October 15th. Um, so by the time you listen to this, it should probably almost be October 15th. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, maybe a couple days out. It will. So right, close enough. You know, either or. The days are mushed together. Everything is one. Every day is everything one day. Everything is only one. Each day is day one. That's another know. day that ends in one. Listen. And if you live in America, the street's on fire. So, Girl. you know, it is what it is. But yeah, y'all, check out this movie. Um, You can hit us up and... Hit us up to give us your thoughts. You can email us at grltspod at gmail.com. You can um, DM us or at us or whatever, whatever on the Instagram machine or the Twitter machine. Same at handle. Um, Girl That's Scary. We're a letterbox uh, with the same type Mm -hmm. of information. Um, We're on Patreon with the backslash with the same name. Girl That's Scary. Or you can hit us up on the web machine on our website, which has the links for everything if you can't remember a goddamn thing I said. And that's at www.girlthatscary.com. Yeah. That's it. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.